Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Steel Wars is available in full video at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. The link is in this episode's show description notes. Just look down there on your app. Click it and treat your eyes. Hey guys, welcome to From a Certain Point of View, namely mine. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And today we're going to be talking about how these rumours about a film series set in the High Republic 400 years in the past is the best news for Star Wars that there can be. Maybe not the most exciting news, but it is clearly the best, in my opinion. And I've, I've been thinking that, I've been hoping for news like this for um, a couple of years now. Uh, I'm getting this from MakingStarWars.net. Jason Ward has a video, an article up. Very, um, very cloak and dagger. His informants recently told him... Um, when they were talking about the Cassie and the Obi-Wan series, which uh, are supposed to be going to Pinewood, which is uh, a bummer for him because he can't uh, hide in bins on the set there because it's not near his house. But um, his sources are saying that the uh, next set of Star Wars movies will be set in the High Republic 400 years in the past. Now... This has always been, in my mind, the bravest and potentially most profitable in the long term, but most dangerous to do. And that is to set something in the Star Wars universe completely disjointed from our established characters. Uh, doing so, I just... Oh, just to get rid of the baggage that we've all got with all these characters. And there's just, you know, the fact is with, with live action, there was just only so much we'd be able to do with, um, with Luke, Leia and Han. Just no matter how, what you, you thought, how the films were going to go or, or if you like them, you know, there was just, there was only so much they could be involved in the action and uh, have the story flowing. And then in Harrison Ford's case, you know, he, um, he'd have to wheel up a lot of cash. But um, I love Harrison Ford's arc, or Hans Solo's arc, through now the three films. Love his return. Love his return. But this is the thing. We've got to get away from these characters and just tell a new Star Wars story because we've milked like the George Lucas era like so hard. There's nothing left. You can fill in like the bricks are there and you can fill in little stories, you know, like Rogue One and, and Solo. And, but there's not, it's all, 
it's not getting new fans in in in, in the wider. You know, I'm sure people, you know, someone saw Solo and they're like, oh, this this was good. I saw this on Netflix. Going to get into it. But I think, um, you know, just to start afresh and you know, be free of, of storyline constraints. So um, these new films will not make up a trilogy, but rather a series of films and will be released in the same story era and interconnect again. Star Wars has to get away from the prequels and 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 storylines that are um, preset, and you know the 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 sequel trilogy, um, you know was that, and that's why it was so exciting. But sort of, there's so much, all pretty much of, of Star Wars stories, with very few exceptions, maybe. I don't know, what would it be? At least 80% of Star Wars stories are set with like a set ending that had to happen or um, I'm not saying it right, but just in this set timeline where where things couldn't couldn't happen, you know, like Ahsoka having to, um, you know, in storyline, she disappears for the original original trilogy and... um, you know, she reappears after Return of the Jedi in the in the sort of epilogue of Star Wars Rebels. Stuff like that. Going back 400 years, you know, you still, technology-wise, you can be a bit more rustic, but you don't, like, have to be. Like, in the scheme of things, like, 400 years in Earth years, especially now, on this side of the Industrial Revolution, is a huge change. But... In the Star Wars universe, they had spaceships and stuff for, um, you know, a thousand years. I, Who knows? When that hyperspace war, but they still... So, yeah, what I'm getting at is uh, it doesn't have to be that different, but you've got the challenge, and this is the challenge of the whole thing, is developing new classic characters and ships, vehicles that um, we can fall in love with. Like, The Mandalorian did such a good job of, of developing a set of characters that, like, by the end of season one, I just love. Like, Grief. Oh, love Grief. Kill. I R.I.P. But I was devastated. IG-11. Like, they... Without having to have all the other... Um, characters from previous films worked in we, we can really you know as seen in the mandalorian like just get some great great characters that um we'll fall in love with not that i like love right love right the characters that we could see would be um yoda 900 years so he'd be a sweet 500 year old yoda and probably r2d2 is the only one i can think of c3po of course um, was built by Anakin Skywalker. Um, I guess you could say that he was... Wasn't he built off an old droid and that droid? Yeah, but I, why am I putting that out there in the universe? Uh, yeah, R2-D2 could be amongst it. Uh, Yoda. But I'd kind of hope that they'd establish some more ca- characters before Yoda came into it uh, at all. Yeah, I, mm, 
don't know. But um, you know, the 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 films are apparently going to follow like Jedi and non-Jedi traveling the universe. So you know, he could be a part of that. But I just sort of, I don't know. I don't want him to like take up all the oxygen of um of the series. And also, you know, we're we're in the midst. We haven't even reached the pinnacle of of Baby Yoda or Yoju, if you will, fever. Um, you know, the merch isn't even here, but, um, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to overdo it with, um, you know, Yodas everywhere. Everything's got a Yoda. It's like Oprah handing out cars. Um, but the ongoing storyline, you know, that, that was like, because people always, you know, compare Star Wars and Marvel and the difference in the series is, was, the ongoing storyline built up momentum. And then I, I feel like a lot of people in, what was it, 17 films? You know, they'd, they'd miss a couple or they just wouldn't be into, let's say like Doctor Strange. And then they'd see him in like an Avengers film and then they'd sort of double back and, and check out those ones. And then, you know, now they're going to do a sequel to that and it's built momentum. The, the, the film might have been like the hugest one. I don't know. But I'm just like, it gives... Like the jumping around is like if you're watching a YouTube video, the jumping around probably doesn't bother you at all because you're super into Star Wars. But the fact remains that when people went to see Rogue One, they're like, "Where's Ray in this?" And I know you think that's crazy, but they did um, because there was no. They just went to see the Star Wars film. They weren't thinking that much about it. You know, if you go to see. I don't know. If you're going to see Bad Boys 3, how, like, are, you, are you reading up on the Bad Boys canon before you go into it? But I guess it does fall in the story. But there will probably be a prequel if this film goes well. Hmm. Um, all right. Uh, he says that Zyro.hu ran an excellent script that elaborates on how Project Luminous We'll kick off with a video game and a lot of information that collaborates the timeline information I have heard. Now, so Project Luminous is this book um, publishing thing that they've been hinting at. And I don't know, they were sort of dropping a lot of these like wink, wink, nudge, nudge um, hints at Comic-Con during the publishing panel. And it kind of drove me up the wall because... Just talk about the things you can talk about. I don't like you can't talk about it. You don't need to like reference how you can't talk about it. But um, so I'm not like Project Luminous is like, like people are like super hyping it up, and I think now that people are like putting this together with that, that if it's not kicking off this era, it will be a bit of a disappointment. So, um, but if it does, that's huge like that I will have to go back I will have to like put on a share album turn back time and tell uh, 2019 Comic Con Steel just they're, they're hinting at something very good if, if, if you knew it was this good you would be uh, going on about it incessantly um, like they were joking, joking they did mention it a couple of times get under my nose a little bit 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I was with Dom from the Star Wars Underworld and it got under his nerves as well. And he's like the nicest guy ever. So I feel like... Um, yeah, I feel like I'm validated. But um, that would be huge. One of the things that bugs me about particularly the J.J. Abrams Star Wars films is he didn't seem to work that closely with the story group. Like, you, like you're reading articles now about how they were in the writing room with J.J. and Kathleen Kennedy, Chris Terrio and, and someone else get Pablo Hidalgo in there just to steer the ship. Like, stuff like... like It's, it's ironic that... Um, you know, because, like, when they cleared the cannon, they, they said that it's all going to be as important. And and no one with any, like, sense of reality believed that. Um, but they could do a better job of connecting it. Like, just the whole thing in The Rise of um, Skywalker with Poe being a spice runner. And, you know... In the books, what we know in the comics is that he was part of the Republic and Princess Leia recruited him over to the Resistance. So, like, this Spice Runner storyline is in there for no, like, real... Like, you could write around that. You could say that him and Zori, you know, were stealing vehicles for the Resistance or something and that's how we knew how to hotwire a car and or a ship and, and knew Zori, whatever. But... I don't know. It just seems like JJ contradicts um, the you know the published stuff with like not much gain, um, and even like uh, that Charles Sewell comic book. Kylo Ren is saying that uh, Snoke's got disfigured by Luke Skywalker, but then all the Snoke clones that you see in the Rise of Skywalker look exactly the same as Snoke. So you don't clone people's injuries, um, unless you do, which should be explained somewhere, um, hopefully in a movie. But anyway, if they um, are doing these far enough apart, the films, I think it's like every two years, and like there's someone from you know that story group publishing side in the writing meetings, like not to like, just to like curb things. So like, like say with the Poe thing, say, Oh, Hey, in the books, it says he was a fighter with resistance. So can we weave around that? Um, just to like reward people that read this stuff and support it. Like it doesn't, you know, you don't need plot points that only those people get, but they shouldn't sort of be like, they should get a reward or, or not. I don't know, it seems to make... Like, with that one, the film makes less sense if you've read the other material. So, but the thought of them going in a free and clear timeline, always forward, and, oh, please start in an era 
where the Jedi are at full power. Do you know what I mean? Like the prequels, they were, they were faltering a little bit, but I don't, I don't want to see like, oh, we were like this once. Like we've seen enough of the Jedi were like this once. I want to see just Jedi, Jediing, just like, oh, I'm a Jedi. Here's my mates, they're Jedis. We sort stuff out. Oh, full power Jedi. Um, so if this was, turns out to be true and apparently we're going to get an announcement this month, I'm very excited just, just to have the open field and we can all start afresh. I, I, I do think you're going to bring in far less fans easily. You know, maybe the first one, it's hard to say because you don't have all the build up and you don't know the character, you know how it's all connecting. You know, like, um, again, the Mandalorian, like, the story they introduced was far more enriching than I that I could have imagined beforehand. I, I, I didn't go into it with, um, if I knew, like, nowhere near as hyped as I should have been considering how good it was. So, yeah, forward-facing timeline, new characters, new vehicles, and strong integration with the uh, the books and the comics, you know, without, you know, The Force Awakens with, like, Han, Leia, and Luke got a lot of people in the cinema. A lot more, I think, than... It was a perfect storm of people going to the cinema. Everyone was in the cinema. And then, you know, they got attached to Kylo Ren and Rey and, and Finn and Poe, BB-8, like in hopefully some didn't I, I know people that went and saw it and was like meh but um like just like not fans but you know people that just liked seeing Star Wars when they were younger but um you know and then yeah so they sort of got introduced to them through um the the, the legacy characters and you know like at Comic Con and stuff that they'd, they'd bring them you know those guys out as the finale and stuff and, and that's sort of like who we had the attachment to but to start this afresh, all you've got is it's Star Wars. It's set in the Star Wars universe. And, and you know, maybe R2-D2, maybe Yoda. Apart from that, it's all new characters. And in the end, I do think it's braver not to have them. Just to really, like, why not? Just like a Band-Aid, right off, Seinfeld style. But yeah, if this does come uh, true and, you know, I um, a, a seeming vast majority of Jason's stuff does, um, particularly big picture things like this, you know, little tidbits sometimes get misinterpreted or whatever happens in, in Jason's world. Um, I... Uh, I'm very excited if this is the case. Where's Ryan Johnson in all this? Hmm. I I definitely want to see Ryan Johnson coming up with new stuff away from the legacy characters too, to see how, um, you know, if people that didn't like his film um, 
you know, get into something he does in Star Wars, which I think he's extremely good at uh, without the, the baggage of the characters. He did say in a, uh, I think he was doing an interview about Knives Out or something, and, you know, I'm still in discussions with Lucasfilm, but they haven't announced their slate yet, which I read very positively because they're like, oh, I'm still talking to them. They haven't announced anything, which me being positive is like, but when they do, bang. Um, and, you know, like just look at Knives Out, how people have taken to that. Like he, he can like kill it and, 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 and hit a nerve with audiences with original characters. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed that he's involved with this or he's doing something else. Um, you know, Ryan Johnson doing a Broom Boy series. I'm into it. It might maybe to give him the best chance to um, to hit the biggest array of Star Wars fans. It might be just better to have him start afresh because um, the Broom Boy's got a bit of package. I love the Broom Boy though. Um, yeah, so exciting times maybe. Hopefully soon we can put exciting times confirmed and we'll put a red circle on that on the um, on the thumbnail. So um, this show is my From a Certain Point of View, namely Mind Show, which I do on the Steel Wars Patreon feed. Um, and every third one I put up on, on the free feed. And for this one, I've done a YouTube as well. So um, hey, YouTube people. Uh, and for $3 a month, you, you get all that. I, I do maybe like 15 bonus shows a month and uh, as well as the the normal podcasts and stuff. And if you just want to go listen to the podcast, uh, if you are just watching this on YouTube, go to steelwars.com or search us wherever you download podcasts and uh, check that out. It's um, There's some good Star Wars chats there. Uh, and you can follow me uh, at Steel Wars on all the social media things. And if you're on YouTube... Comment below what you think about these rumors and um, if they have you as pumped as I am. But uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you to the patrons that support this show. And may that force be with you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.